Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Last week, we published a review episode on the emergency condition and its formula, as discovered and described by L. Ron Hubbard. Of all the conditions and their formulas, the emergency formula is possibly the best known by anyone who has done any study of the Hubbard management system. You can practically ask anyone familiar with the subject, what's the first step of the emergency formula? And they will immediately answer, promote. And yes, that's true. For a group or organization, promote is the first step. But anyone saying that this is the first step of the formula is missing something very, very important and has tremendous relevance to the formula and success in general. Because the complete statement of the first step of the emergency formula is as follows. And this is from Mr. Hubbard's book, Introduction to Ethics. And he says here, step one, promote. That applies to an organization. To an individual, you would better say, produce. That's the first action, regardless of any other action, regardless of anything else. That is the first thing they have to put their attention on. Continues to say, exactly what is promotion? Well, look it up in the dictionary. It is making things known. It is getting things out. It is getting oneself known, getting one's products out. Hubbard. See, the first step of the formula is different for the individual. The individual in emergency better produce. Let's take, for example, let's say you're canoeing down a peaceful river. And suddenly you start to hear the roar of a waterfall ahead. Well, now, you're drifting closer to a waterfall. You are no longer in normal operation here. You better apply emergency before you go into danger and then non-existence as you go plummeting off into the wild blue yonder. So you apply emergency. Well, what are you going to do? Promote your way out of the river? No. You better start paddling and fast. You better start to produce. And this point gets missed sometimes in the execution of the formula. Yes, your company better start promoting at the first sign of slipping or leveling off of sales or production. But what about your crew? And what about you? They better get busy producing and you better get busy producing as an individual. And that is part of the formula. Mr. Hubbard actually revisits this again on step five of the formula where he states, quote, step five, stiffen discipline. Part of the condition of emergency contains this little line of, you've got to stiffen discipline or you've got to stiffen ethics. Goes on to say, to an individual, this would simply mean not go down to the pub every Friday night, stiffen up the discipline, stay home and burn the midnight oil, do one's homework, etc., Be a little more regular on the job. Work a little harder. Don't goof quite so much. Don't make so many mistakes. All this would be part of stiffening discipline. L. Ron Hubbard. You get the point. Like, how about you as the owner or manager? 
you have an emergency in the organization. You kick up the promotion, but hey, aren't you an individual too? Maybe you could use a little more production and a little more discipline yourself, huh? Maybe goof a little less and pay a bit more attention to your statistics and your formula activation for starters, right? Owners and managers seem to be willing to get busy on the promo, but if they want to get out of emergency for real, they better also get busy and produce themselves. Yes, promo often works like magic, but that's no excuse to sit on one's duff waiting for the magic to happen. Get busy. Get productive. And get everyone else around you to spark up and get more productive. Anyway, I thought it might be interesting to make sure, if we're going to ask everyone to start producing more, that we are very clear on the concept of what the word produce and product means. And I'll tell you why, because recently, it just so happens we're following these episodes on the conditions, but the concept of producing and product in civilization, today's culture, just seems to be a concept that's largely misunderstood and not fully appreciated. So I thought we'd dwell on this a little bit so that you're totally clear on it and you can make everybody else totally clear on it in your organization. So in an article here, we're going to take this from an article, 7 March 1972, uh, Mr. Hubbard defines these terms. So here we go. First definition, quote, produce, verb, to bring into existence, make, to bring about, cause. So that's your first definition. That's the definition of produce. And then the next line, he defines product. Product, noun, someone or something that has been brought into existence. The end result of a creation. Something or someone who has been brought into existence. I'll run Hubbard. So this is, this is an interesting point. Now, first of all, the idea of being cause is not necessarily popular. Yes, I think everybody would like to be more causative if they were asked about it. But at the same time, there seems to be an avid desire to avoid being cause. In other words, I didn't do it, sir, you know, or that wasn't me or that was Joe's fault or whatever. Like, first of all, to be a producer, one must not be allergic to being cause because Produce and cause are pretty synonymous. Now, if you're in a position where everything is kind of automatic, the product you're supposed to produce, you know, you're supposed to produce a widget, and this is how you assemble a widget, and this is a widget, and just make more widgets. And so the guy just sort of robotically is in there causing, I guess you could say, after a fashion, he's creating those widgets. But what about in a situation where initiative is required, where somebody has to maybe get a little more imaginative or Here's a great word, creative. Let's look at the definition of product. Someone or something that has been brought into existence, the end result of a creation. You ever have people tell you, you know, I'd like to have a job that's a bit more creative. Look, if you're producing, if you've got a job, you're supposed to be producing something, okay? And what you're supposed to be producing is a product. And a product is the end result of a creation. In other words, one's job should be a creative activity. And in some scenarios, You have to be willing to demonstrate some initiative to bring about a creation, to bring someone or something into existence. Maybe, you know, somebody brings you a car to be repaired. You're a technician. It's not your shop. It's the boss's shop. You know, they bring you something and you're looking at a scenario you've never seen before. And 
you might have to do a little research. You might have to jury rig something. Jury rig means to sort of work it out, you know, with what you have so that the thing works again. Pretty off-the-cuff definition of jury rig, but anybody who's more drunk cars and machines probably knows what jury rig means. So you jury rig something, you got you to show some initiative, you got to show some creativity to get that customer. What are you bringing into existence? You're bringing into existence a repaired automobile, that's true, a reliable automobile, that's true. But you're also bringing into existence a happy customer, you know, who is satisfied with the work and is able to securely and efficiently and quickly get on their way. Now, this may or may not require, you know, if you're just doing one oil change after the next and there's no need for any initiative, but almost any job requires the creativity of the individual because they're going to run into circumstances that they're not familiar with. They're going to have to make some decisions. They usually have parameters for those decisions, but nonetheless, don't take away the creativity of a job. That person's got to sit there and create. He's got to produce something. He's got to bring something into existence. And that means he's got to be able or she's got to be able to step up and be willing to be cause. And being cause means somebody could say, did you cause that? Yes, I did. Well, well done. Or did you cause that? Yes, I did. Well, that was, that's a mess. And now we got to fix it. See? So you got to be willing to take the repercussions either way to be a real producer. If you're not going to just be an order taker or uh, somebody on an assembly line, I'm not going to knock people on an assembly line because probably I've never worked on an assembly line, but I would imagine that even in an assembly line situation, there is call for creativity. You, you can't really do any job correctly and produce products by this definition by being a robot. Activated. You are engaged in a creative activity. You are bringing someone or something into existence. You are causing something. You're making something, right? And so you might try this as an employer. You're running a barber shop. Hey, uh, Joe, did you, uh, you talk to one of your barbers? So what did you bring into existence today? What are you talking about? What did I bring into existence? No, no, like, do, what do you, I cut hair. That's what I do. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yo, yeah, no, I produce some great haircuts. Okay, well, that's bringing something into existence. But it also says here, bringing something or someone into existence. That's a product. Something or someone who's been brought into existence. Did you bring someone into existence? Well, yeah, I guess so. Well, tell me about that. Well, uh, you know, this guy came in and he's like, didn't really know how he wanted to have his hair cut and he wasn't sure. And I said, well, how do you normally have it cut? He says, I don't know. And how do you want it to look? And he, I don't know. And I sat down there and I kind of discussed it with him and we came up with a decision on how we were going to do this. And uh, I did kind of what I told him I was going to do. And he looked at it. He said, wow, that's the best haircut I've ever had. Th thank you so much. Well, I guess I brought something into, I brought something into existence. I brought someone into existence. Happy, well-groomed, satisfied customer who's probably going to go out and boast about this incredible place he found to get his hair cut, something along those lines. Now, that's a product, see? And that took some creativity, took some willingness to be cause. You know, uh, well, you know, I, I just like to cut hair a certain way, and no one seems to object, and I haven't been fired yet, so that's my job, and I kind of hate my job, and I wish I had a better job, and wish I had my own shop because, you know, then I could really get creative and, uh, you know, no, that's just by definition. If you're producing a product, 
you are creating. Try to run a campaign on that. What did you create today, Sally? What do you mean did I? What did I create? I'm the receptionist. I answer the stupid phone. Yeah, but what did you create? Create anything. Now think about it. What did you bring into existence? Something or someone. Well, I, I, uh, hmm. I certainly uh, seem to have pissed off Mrs. Smith. I mean, she came in and, you know, she was late for her appointment and I told her she better not be late next time and she left in a huff. Oh, yeah. What did you bring into existence there? Hmm. Dissatisfied customer who probably won't ever come back. <laughs> okay. All right. You caused that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. All right. Well, did you produce something there that is exchangeable, something I would pay you for? Oh, yeah, you know what? I had a person call in. They were asking, you know, if we were taking any new patients. And I said, you know, we're really, really busy right now, but let me see what I can do. And I said, I think I can squeeze you in on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Will that work for you? And, you know, the guy said to me, you know, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I really appreciate the way that you took the time to figure this out with me and work it out. And I'm not used to people, you know, talking to me like that and helping me in that way. Okay, good. What did you bring into existence? I brought into existence a brand new patient excited to accept care at our office or scheduled and excited to be cared for at our office. Now, these statements of products I'm giving you here as examples are really off the cuff, and you should probably work these products out a little more closely and get them defined a little more closely. And you can do that easily by just getting communication with your staff and asking them what they really do produce or what do they create or what do they bring into existence, someone or something. Very interesting exercise. And if you start to campaign this with your staff and with yourself, you know, what are we causing? What are we bringing into existence? What are we creating? Something or someone, you might be very, very surprised at some of the answers you get. And as people start to get the idea of what they're supposed to be doing in terms of production and producing, you might see a whole different look and a whole different level of morale in your office. Because what is morale? January 1971, Mr. Hubbard delivered a lecture and he defines morale as follows. He says, the demonstration of competence is the basic factor of morale and production is the evidence of competence. See, Individuals having a clear idea of what production is, what to produce means, what a product is, then get an opportunity to demonstrate competence. And that is the basic factor of morale. And the evidence of the competence are the products they're producing. So you will see high morale in a situation like that. So if you go to, not to knock on government agencies, but it's such an easy example to pick on, you know, typically you're working with government agencies and there's no concept of a product whatsoever. No one seems to give a hoot about what they're bringing into existence or who they're bringing into existence and notoriously bad products and lack of products and long waits and extreme inefficiency on products. And how does that morale look to you? There's probably government workers listening to this. I don't mean to knock it because there's exceptions to everything. But by and large, people don't generally look forward to contacting and working with a government agency. And one of the major reasons for that is this lack of concept of product. And you're, unfortunately, we're seeing more of this in the private sector as well. You know, where you have individuals who do not feel that there is any responsibility to be caused and 
you know, their concept of a product might be to throw some food on a plate and throw it on the table or whatever, or, uh, you know, get the person in and out as fast as possible. That's a product. That's not a product. The product is that person, the someone that is being brought into existence, a satisfied, well-served, happy customer who enjoyed their experience and is willing to refer others, something like that, that now we're talking about someone or something being brought into existence. And if every, if your organization starts working like that and other organizations around you that you influence by disseminating the knowledge you're learning from the Hubbard Management System, we could, we could bring about a culture where product is important, you know, producing is important and morale is important and consequently happiness is important. I think we would look at a much more satisfactory situation in our lives today where we don't have to sort of like, oh gosh, I got to go down and, you know, deal with the car rental place. You know, it's always a headache to try and get them on the phone or the insurance company or whatever it is you're dealing with. Let's inspire ourselves and those people we can immediately influence. The beauty of and the creativity of being a real producer. Okay. So when you ask the question, what do you mean produce? You want me to produce? What do you want me to do? You know, we start getting into this question of production and produce. I hope that this episode of Business Wise has given you a broader view and a greater ability to answer that question for people and to get them to not only produce more, but maybe even have a higher quality of existence by doing their jobs and working at things and regarding it as a creative and wonderful experience, whatever it is, you know. Okay, well, that's it for today's episode. That's also it for the emergency formula. Uh, next week, we will tackle normal operation, the next formula up. And we are coming closer and closer to the end of this series on the conditions. Phew, it's been, uh, been challenging. Of course, as you've seen, we've covered much on the conditions in earlier episodes, so we published those as review episodes. But don't neglect to listen to them in the sequence that we're giving them to you because by doing that, you're climbing up condition by condition from where we started, confusion, all the way to power. So take in the whole series. Make sure if you have access to the materials that you read the articles that we quote from and the books that we quote from. We always give you the date, give you the title, because um, your own study of the material uh, is vital to really a clear and full understanding of these concepts. So, of course, we emphasize that. And otherwise, we very much appreciate your feedback, your successes, your wins. Do write us at info at wiseeastus.org. Let us know how you're getting along with this. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like if you liked it. And thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.